When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a car in Australia went through a McDonald's drive-thru with a horse in the back seat. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Did he order the quarter pounder with hay? Extra hay? Is that what he did? I actually thought that was a pretty funny well, the line. Fact I don't like these That it wasn't a Florida man is impressive. Right. Usually it's a Florida well, man who goes through the McDonald's drive-thru with a horse. It wasn't a man, it was a horse. No. You yeah. know, it was a horse. A horse is a horse, of course, of what if course. That was you can city? sing that old song, can't you? Yes, I can. Can you do that? Yes. Mr. Ed, welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, upsets in college basketball, a possible TV deal for the Saudi tour, and Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Rafael Nadal losing in straight sets in the second round of the Australian Open to a little-known American named Mackenzie McDonald. To remind you, Nadal was the number one seed and defending champion in this event. Nadal suffered a hip injury, but stayed on the court and played gamely. Wilbon, despite Nadal's recent struggles, do you still think he can win the French Open? Well, he can. If he's fit, he can win the French Open. Nobody's on the French Open quite like Nadal. But, Tony, I don't expect that at this point anymore. I mean, look, we've all gone crazy. We think everybody, even the all-time greats, are going to be like two people in particular, Tom Brady and LeBron James, who are doing things at their ages or even close to that age that no one's ever done before, except let's not get stupid. I mean, it's going to be more like Federer, and Federer was great late as well. But then, Tony, there's injuries. And with Nadal, it's not one injury. It's a hammy, it's an ankle, it's a back, it's a shoulder. He's breaking down because it's time to break down. And in that sport, and we've known this, I remember you, you, you and I actually used to cover a lot of tennis, and we knew Nadal, he pounds he runs so hard two guys him and boris becker the way they played they were not light on their feet like roger federer no, you're right. they pounded man right. and you know it was going to be tough it's like tiger woods people predicted early on tiger's body can't withstand this without some toll nadal's having that toll right now and that's it's time yeah so i agree with you i agree with you largely in, in the large and the small issues I am not going to sit here and say Nadal can't win the French Open, which begins five months from right, now, right? because he may be healthy then. He has won it 14 times. He's probably the greatest clay court player of Ever. all time. You know, last he won it last year. He won it less than a full year ago, and he went to Djokovic to get it. But although he's 36, his body is 56. Yeah. It's a rib. It's a knee. It's a foot. You name the body part, and it aches. When Nadal plays, and as you say, he goes out there and he grinds, not light on his feet. This, you know, since he lost to Tiafo in the U.S. Open, he's played eight matches. He's lost seven. Yeah. So I don't want to sit here and say it's over, but it feels like it's over. This kid he played is ranked 59th in the world. And this kid didn't expect to win because the last time they played, this kid won four games in three sets. All right? So here's where you and I are absolutely in concert. 
Roger Federer is gone, and it feels like Nadal is on his way out. By the way, 12 Americans still alive in the Australian Open. Two of them, Tiafo and Korda, they're in the third round already. So, you know, they could all be out by Sunday, but maybe we're not as terrible as we used to be. No, we got to get a little bit better, particularly if some of the all-time greats from wherever, international stars, are waning. Quit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move to college hoops. Well, we had some compelling results last night. Number 13, K-State. Kansas State knocked off number two, Kansas, in overtime, leading Wildcat fans to storm the court and K-State coach Jerome Tang to tell them, quote, from here on out, expect a win, close quote. Number 12, Iowa State beat number seven, Texas, the school that lured away the Cyclone star point guard after last season, and Kentucky beat Georgia. For its second straight win since that bleak loss to South Carolina, which, Tony, of these three stories is the best story? Uh, Kentucky is always a really good story, especially when they're trying to buy out John Calipari. They have GoFundMe things out there to get rid of John Calipari. (laughs) Idiots. Now, they beat Tennessee, which is ranked number five. They beat him at Tennessee the other day. Now they get Shibway giving them 37 and 24, which are insane College numbers in a 40-minute game. Completely insane. And they beat Georgia, I think, by 14 points. And at the end of it, Calipari is able to say this to people who were critical of him. This is a direct quote. When you jump back on the bandwagon, you got to jump in the very back and hold on to the rail. And I know that Calipari was happy to say that. But the best story was Kansas State being Kansas. It's in-state. It's a real rivalry. Um, I, I, I drifted onto that game last night in the first half. With about eight minutes to go in the first half, Kansas State was up 33-19, and I said out loud, and the only thing in the house is the dog. And I said to the dog, this ain't going to last. And, in fact, Kansas got it to two at one point in the first half. I thought they would win. They did yeah. not win. This is a huge win for Kansas State, and it is the best of the three. It's the best of the three by far, Tony. They've been playing 125 years. Let me say it again, 125 years years. Kansas had won seven straight over K-State and 15 out of 16. And at one point in the 90s into the aughts, Kansas went 13 seasons without losing a game to Kansas State. Now, if... if and they if, just won the national title last that's year. That's right. If, if so, Aaron yeah. Rodgers thinks that he owns a team, that's ownership, Holmes, <laughs> what Kansas has done to Kansas State. So there's no question. And I, I you know... It was interesting, Tony. I, I admit I thought that game was sort of out of hand, and I was switching to other things, and I watched sort of more of, of Kentucky because I want to see what happens with yeah. Kentucky. I wouldn't let them back on the bandwagon. I would be like those uh, security people in Miami when the Heat fans started losing, when it looked like San Antonio was going to beat them in 2013 in Miami. And, and they, they left, left the, the building. They left the arena. They left the they arena. Back in. And then they wanted to get back in. They said, oh, let us back in. No. And thankfully, stay out. some of those security people stay said, out. stay the hell out of here. I hope Calipari does that too. Don't take the high road. Yeah. Take the low road. There are more people on it. By the way, Michael Wilbon, master of the low road. Uh, yeah. By the way, Big 12, five out of the, the top best. 14. Got to be a pretty good conference. Let's move on. The Saudi tour has found a spot on American television, according to David Ferretti, who was one of their announcers. They did not not land on Fox or Fox Sports 1, as many thought they would. I did. They landed on the CW, 
a network that specializes in teen dramas like the Gilmore Girls and superhero shows like Smallville, one of the Wilbon favorite shows, no. along with Law and Order. Wilbon, yeah. do you see the Saudi Tour's new TV deal as a sign of strength or weakness? I, they're on TV. That's a good thing. They're on TV. Because there's still some people, more than a handful, that ain't streaming jack. I'm not streaming anything to watch you on a computer. I'm not doing that. So you're on television. I can find you. I know where the CW is. And Tony, this isn't the days, and you like to go crazy over the networks, as if anybody gives a damn what they are, or people under 50 even know what they are. If you say, name the networks, they're as likely to tell you ESPN as they are ABC, NBC, or CBS. They don't know. Under 50, under 40, they have no idea. Can you find it? If, you're, if you have cable or satellite and you're flipping through, you can find CW as well as you can find the Golf Channel. And sure. if you're not, sure. if you're streaming, sure. you'll just go as the destination. So, yes, it's a good thing that you can find their product on what some of us still call, in an old-fashioned way, the television. This is a terrible day for me because I agree with you in everything you said. Anyone who would say this is a bad thing is not paying attention. This is a very good thing. Okay, if they were on NBC and they ended up on the CW, you might say, well, that's a step down. They weren't on anything. They might have been on YouTube, but they weren't on television as we understand it. So they're not on CBS and they're not on ESPN. But again, they weren't on anything. This is a win for them. The Masters saying that the Saudi Tour players can play is a win for them. Cam Smith is a win for them. Little by little, they put themselves in a position where the PGA Tour is going to have to make peace with them, it seems to me. You know, they've got some good American players, and now they're on American television. I I don't know how you think this isn't good, right? You can't think it isn't good. I think it's good good for them, but I will say this. And we lived through this where rival leagues, upstarts, who were cursed at the beginning of their existence, they forced their way in, whether it's the AFL or the ABA or the WHA. They merged. They they, they merged. They forced a merger. But here's where the Saudi tour is. Now that they're on some TV, and I'm sure internationally they're doing these same, making these same inroads, they got to perform. They got to sustain it. Can they sustain it? We don't know that. Oh, I don't know. I'm not about to project that they're going to sustain. No. But they've put themselves, as you say, I agree with you, in position to find That's out. Right. Now it's up to the product. Let's take a break. Coming up are the Cowboys making the right decision to stick with their kicker. We're going to ask Booger McFarlane. He's not liquored up, is he? I don't think he's liquored up. We'll also ask That's whether Peyton's it's fair kicker. game for defenders to target Jalen Hurts' hurt shoulder. Of course it's fair game. It may be, Mike. Someday with these teams that the Saudi tour has, that may be like the ABA having a three-point rule. I, we don't know. That's it's right. possible. You may have to... Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two... Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Let's dig into this week's divisional playoff games with our great friend from NFL Primetime, Monday Night Countdown. Today wearing a golf shirt from Sherwood Country Club in California, Mr. Booger McFarlane. Let's start with the kicker of the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are apparently sticking with Brett Maher, I hope I pronounced that correctly, as their kicker, who missed four, count them, four extra points the other night. Now, they've already signed another kicker to the practice squad, so I guess it's sort of in flux. But if you were on the Cowboys, how would this decision sit with you? You know, Tony, I think it's the right decision because I've I've known him all season long. And by and large, he's been a really good kicker all season. I think 91% of his field goals, 50 or 53 on his extra points. So I know he's mentally and emotionally invested in our team, although it didn't look like it Monday night. I I think at a certain point Monday night, the only reason America was watching was to see if he was going to miss anymore. And of course, he continued to miss. Um, You know, for him, I think it's a bad day at the office. Like we've all had those before. Uh, I, I think they're going to kick a lot during the week. I do like the idea of signing a kicker to the practice squad kind of uh, as insurance, just in case you don't get a good feeling toward the end of the week. But if I'm a player, I'm going to chalk it up to a bad day because as a player, I know I've had a bad day. Dak Prescott had a bad day the week before where he threw a couple picks and looked terrible, and he came out and had maybe the game of his life this week on Monday night. So I think if you're a Cowboys fan, a player in that front office, yeah, let, let's stick with Brett Maher. All right, let's go from a kicker to one of the quarterbacks in a prominent role this weekend. Booger Jalen Hurts says a sprained throwing shoulder is feeling good. I I know in basketball, guys would walk up to you before the game and say, I'm coming after that shoulder. How does this work in football? And (laughs) I mean, do you even does he know that people are going to come after him from the opening gun? Yeah, I I think he does. And I think the training staff will know also, which is why he'll probably get a little bit of happy medicine somewhere near that (laughs) joint. That way he doesn't feel the pain. I'm not sure of that, but if I were him, that's what I would do. But as far as being hit in that shoulder, I think if you're going to tackle him, if you're a linebacker or a corner, you really don't want to try to aim at the shoulder because you're probably going to wind up missing the tackle. And, and, And when you try to do that, that's not good. As far as defensive lineman, let's remember how he got hurt. Somebody landed on him. So if I'm a defensive lineman going after Jalen Hurts and he's in the open field and I get a chance to make that tackle, yeah, you best believe I'm going to try to land and put my entire body weight on his frame. And that's not dirty. That's just kind of the rules of engagement. I got to try to win by any means necessary. It's survive in advance. So if I were him, I would take care of that beforehand with a little needle and that way I don't have to worry about any of that during the game. I like that happy medicine. That is my favorite phrase for a shot. Um, let's look at the AFC for a second, Booger. The Bengals <laughs> and Bills, of course, never finished their regular season game a couple of weeks ago. Who, if either, of these two teams do you see having an advantage now that they're going to meet in the playoffs? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think the game, where the game is played at really matters. 
I just think right now Cincinnati is a better team. I think they're a little bit healthier. I know the offensive line is a little banged up. But let's go back to that Monday night when DeMar Hamlin had the horrific injury. It was 7-3 Cincinnati, and that offense looked unstoppable, right? Because they couldn't get any pressure on a quarterback. Let's not forget, you and I and Tony have talked all offseason, or excuse me, all season about the addition of Von Miller, and he's no longer there. So how's Buffalo going to get some pass rush against Joe Burrow? And they got T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. And oh, by the way, if you sit back on the passing game, they can run the football with Joe Mixon. So I just think Cincinnati is a more complete team. Buffalo's a little banged up in the secondary. No Von Miller up front. I think this could be a tough road to hold if you're Buffalo. They got to hope that that crowd plays a huge advantage. And I wouldn't be surprised. Nobody has told me this at all. But I would not be surprised if DeMar Hamlin leads him out the tunnel. Can you imagine the emotion, the electricity in that building, guys? That would be amazing. I agree with you completely. Yep, if absolutely. he can do it, he's going to be there. And that'll, you know, the only thing you worry about at that point is does Buffalo get too jacked up too early and then suddenly they become crestfallen in the second yeah. half. But I digress. And let me get to the next question and we'll get you out of here on this. People are speculating now about whether or not Tom Brady might retire. Steve Young, in a tape piece the other day, really good piece, uh, compared retirement to death. You and I have talked about retirement. Is that how you saw it when you retired? No, no Tony, because I, I think the quarterback position is a little bit differently. I saw football as a means to an end. Like, I wasn't in love with the game. The game was never something I stayed up at night and dreamed about. Football provided for me an opportunity to take care of my mother and family, and it gave me the platform uh, that I continue on even till today. I think when you get to those quarterbacks, the, the Brady's, the, the Favre's, the Elway's, like they're so in love with the game. It's all they know, their ability to be in charge. See, because when you're the quarterback, you're the CEO. You are the guy that's in charge. They touch the football every single play. So I think it's different for them. For me, when it came to retirement, once uh, the means to the end didn't make sense anymore, once that last contract that I was offered wasn't beneficial to me, then I know it was time for me to move on and, and, and do something else. I don't know if those quarterbacks look at it differently, but when you get banged upside the head every single play, man, like it's got to make sense. And when the money don't make sense, it's time for Boog to go. And Boog got up out of there. And I moved on to golfing at places that it seems like Wilbon plays at more than I do, Tony. <laughs> Oh, Will Bond is judgment. America's golfer good judgment at this point. On our part, Booger. No Thanks, you, Booger. Thank you, thank, <laughs> thank you, you, thank you, as always. Anytime, man. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Let's take one last break. Still to come, Lions fans appear to get some good news. And Trey Young and Luca face each other tonight. What should we expect? See, Tony, Booger and I are not afraid to get on a plane and go where we want to be. You know, we, you gotta, you gotta learn from that. You gotta. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy 24th birthday, T. Higgins. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver finished second in all receiving categories to the Bengals' top dog, Jamar Chase. Higgins had 74 catches, 1,029 yards, seven touchdowns. Higgins was drafted in the second round in 2020 when Cincinnati used the number one overall pick to take Joe Burrow straight out of a national championship at LSU. Higgins himself won a national championship at Clemson, catching passes from Trevor Lawrence. The intrigue with Higgins now is it was his collision with Buffalo's DeMar Hamlin that resulted in Hamlin's cardiac arrest. These teams will play each other in Buffalo on Sunday, and you cannot help but wonder if Higgins blamed himself for what happened. Higgins has been so graciously, apparently privately and certainly publicly, Tony and my continued fascination with the draft. I'd like to get in a second-round pick, a receiver for the Bears like T. Higgins. we got a lot of stuff. It's not just that first pick. need a receiver like that where we can get him. Happy anniversary, Seahawks, on this day eight years ago. The reigning Super Bowl champs trailed Green Bay at home 19-7 with just over two minutes to play in the NFC Championship game. Seattle rallied to go up 22-19, only to see Green Bay tie it at 22. Seattle eventually won in overtime. That put the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, where they were just one yard away from becoming the first repeat champs since the Patriots in 2004. But offensive coordinator Darryl Bevel called a pass rather than hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch, and the result was a Malcolm Butler interception and a totally unexpected Patriots win. On personal note, I watched that at the Super Bowl party, and we'll on Sunday, I'll tell you about it. Yeah, I think you were with some VIPs. Tony, Green Bay has had a lot of disappointing big losses in the playoffs. They have, and they, they rarely get discussed as much as the losses for other franchises, just saying. A melancholy trails to Chris Ford, the former Celtics player and coach, died yesterday at age 74. Born and raised in Atlantic City, the 6'5 Ford was a standout at Villanova, was on the 1971 team that lost to UCLA in the national championship. Ford was drafted by Detroit, spent six years there before being traded to the Celtics. He was on the 1981 Celtics team led by Larry Bird that won the NBA title. After his playing career, Ford coached the Celtics for five seasons, then the Bucks, the Clippers, and the 76ers. When the ABA and NBA merged and the three-point shot was adopted by the NBA, Ford made the first one. October 12, 1979. Threes were novelties then. Ford did not make another one for a month. Tony, what I remember about Chris Ford was being able to go as a reporter to a shoot-around and practices and places where you could really just listen to a player and see what he was about. And Chris Ford was such a smart, savvy guy. And that team had people like Cedric Maxwell. And those Celtics were amazing. But Chris Ford was just a guy you'd like to hang around and soak up some wisdom if you could. 100%. Let's go to the big finish. The Titans are hiring Niners personnel director Rand Carthon as GM. Is that significant? Yes, he's got all the requisite experience. And Maurice Carthon's son, former player, notably of the Giants. So, yes, significant. Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson is going to reportedly return to the team next season. That's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, they had a very exciting offense. I'm good for them. The Clippers lost for the eighth time in 10 games. Your thoughts? 
I like they're letting down T. Lou, a really fine coach. I just, I don't believe in the Clippers. I just don't. The Oilers beat the Kraken for their fourth straight win if they earned your trust. Moved up from eighth to seventh. Got great scoring. Last one, Hawks and Mavs tonight. Intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued, but I got a clicker, and I got league pass. I got Cavs at Grizzlies. I got the Pacers at Thunder, which is becoming good. I got Kings at Lakers. I, I got Joker playing. I got a lot of stuff, options. I'm going to sleep. I know you. We're out of time. Try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. It's a ball night. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, you knuckleheads. And now, your sports center. I turn off the clicker and lay down and try and sleep sometimes while you're watching.